AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It's Thursday, June 9th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. At the beginning of the year, there was a lot of talk in California about vaccine mandates and requirements for employees and students. Now, as politics and COVID fatigue have set in, those plans are all doomed. Rachel Bluth, correspondent for Kaiser Health News, joins us for how the most popular vaccine legislation has been those to ban them. Thanks for joining us, Rachel. Thanks, Oscar. Happy to be here. Well, let's talk about some of these COVID vaccine mandates, specifically in California. So California was setting themselves up to have, uh, you know, some of the toughest COVID vaccine requirements in the country. I think at one time they had at least eight different bills that were going to require vaccinations in some form or another for employees, for children, for students going to school. Well, all of that has kind of changed now. You know, we're in this different phase of the pandemic now, and there just isn't as much of a willingness from people. The political will seems to have been gone as well. So, Rachel, help us walk through some of this, because I think there might be just one thing left, and even that doesn't have much hope. Yeah, well, it's really interesting. One thing I'll sort of correct you on is that there were eight bills at the beginning of this year In January, you know, lawmakers, they kind of got themselves together in this COVID vaccine working group, and they were going to come up with a package of bills to really beat the pandemic through vaccination. Not all of them were mandates. Two of them were. There was one to add COVID-19 to the list of vaccines that kids at school had to get. And the other would have been a mandate on employers to make sure that their employees of certain businesses, you know, mostly indoors, would have to be vaccinated. And, you know, there were some other bills in this package, you know, talking about enforcing health orders or changing the way that we track vaccine data. And some of some of them are still alive. Some of them aren't. But the two big vaccine mandate bills that was going to be the strongest, toughest in the nation, they died pretty quickly. They didn't get to their first committee hearings, didn't get to their first votes. And despite the pandemic not looking great right now, case rates are going back up, hospitalizations are going back up, new vaccinations have stalled a little. It doesn't seem like there's really a whole lot of political or public will to bring any of this back. 
specifically in the area of schools, which is pretty interesting because obviously, you know, they were trying to get these bills going and all that and say, you know, well, for this is going to happen for the next school year and whatnot. But the vaccination rates for kids really wasn't ticking up at all. And they started saying, well, this is going to shut a lot of kids out of school if we kind of go through with these things. So, again, some more uh, of why these things went by the wayside. Exactly. Yeah. The vaccine rates for kids right now in California are pretty low. Boosters for kids age 5 to 11 were only recently approved. So I think only like 7% or something even slightly lower of that population has their boosters. But even if you just look at their first series, you know, their their first initial one or two shots, it's only 35% of kids age 5 to 11. So lawmakers were saying, you know, we can't have these mandates because kids won't be able to go to school and it'll keep them out of classrooms for too long. The timeline for the FDA approving these vaccines, fully approving vaccines for this age group went a little slower than I think either the governor or the legislature expected, which is part of the reason that Governor Newsom's vaccine mandate for schools has also been pushed back. But at the end of the day, earlier this year, mandates were the way that they were going to get all these kids vaccinated. And the reality of the situation now is so few of them have been that they no longer think mandates are a good idea. Part of the problem is there aren't COVID-19 vaccines in most pediatricians offices. You know, you you open up the vial and you have to use the whole thing. And if you're not getting a bunch of kids coming in every day, there's not a good reason for pediatricians to keep these stocked. So most kids have to go to CVS, Walgreens, you know, retail pharmacies, and that's not where kids are used to getting vaccinated. So there's been kind of a slow uptick there. And there's been recent stories that just came out uh, not too long ago saying, you know, that there's been a a ton of vaccines that were thrown away at some of these CVSs and Walmarts because of the same thing. They're just, they're not being used. They're going to waste. You know, in California, obviously a huge state, they wanted to be aggressive with this, as you mentioned, to kind of set the standard, I guess, for other states too. But I like the way you put it in the article. The most popular vaccine legislation has been to ban COVID vaccine mandates of any kind. There's like 19 states that have done that. Exactly. And this whole thing of vaccines getting thrown away, parents being vaccinated, but not getting their kids vaccinated, it gets back to a fundamental problem since the beginning of the pandemic, which is that there hasn't been really great outreach and great messaging to parents about why this is important, why they should get their kids vaccinated, outreach to vulnerable populations, advocates and pro-vaccine organizers have told me that that was a huge failure. And part of the reason that, A, vaccine rates aren't higher and so we can't mandate them in, in lawmakers' eyes, and B, why it feels like the public has moved on too. And there's just no political will in an election year to oh, yeah. start voting for mandates again. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, unions were another issue that came up, right? Especially firefighter and police unions. I know locally in Los Angeles, there was a lot of discussion surrounding that, how they wouldn't enforce mandates if they even went through and whatnot. We know that the unions have a lot of power when it comes to that. You know, so what's next then? If we're not going to go with these bills, uh, mandates or requirements, I guess in uh, Governor Newsom's latest state budget, there's a lot of money for vaccine outreach and uh, for vaccine distribution and administration. But that's pretty much where we're at. You just got to keep pushing the needle the best you can on that uh, that way. You know, when it comes to the employer mandate part, you know, not not the school vaccines, there's a ton of pushback from Yeah, just like you mentioned, police unions, firefighter unions, these kind of public safety unions, not necessarily the kind of labor unions that you you think about when we talk about unions sort of in other arenas. Yeah, there was huge pushback 
saying that it would interfere with their collective bargaining. And there was some pushback from the business community, too. And kind of taken together, really sank the political chances of this getting done. So, yeah, going forward, there's going to be an increased emphasis on trying to do some of that outreach that I mentioned, although you can't really turn back the clock if people don't trust you anymore. But there's money in the budget for it. But there's this really overwhelming feeling that a lot of people have moved on, despite the fact that I was just looking when that employer mandate bill was introduced in February, the test positivity rate was like 4.4%. You look at public health's website today, it's 8.3% of tests are coming back positive. So in some measures, the situation is actually a little worse now than it was then. But I hate to prognosticate, but I wouldn't count on, on vaccine mandates happening again. Rachel Bluth, correspondent for Kaiser Health News. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks so much. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.